Do you remember there used to be a documentary out? It was called The Secret. You know what? I don't remember it because no one told me about it. It was a, a secret. It was a secret. You yeah. know what I mean? I but it wasn't like a number one seller and a bestseller and all that, you know. But nobody knows about it. No, well, everybody does but you. But that's what I'm saying, though. It was a book and a documentary and all that about the laws of attraction. And that's what it is. Yeah. You have to manifest anything you want. I, I don't love care that. if you have nothing. I don't care if you were born living under a rock, kind of like you, never hearing about the secret. You can still manifest it and make it happen. Dude, you might be the most positive evil clown I've ever met. <laughs> You're riding down the Harland Highway. You gonna have your cans on? I'm putting my cans on because I, I, you know, I, I want to hear the theme music. Like, you know, hell yeah, yeah. It's all about the music, right, bro? Being a cans makes you feel like you you're, you're doing it. You can you can judge your volume on the mic and all that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if anyone knows how to work a mic, it's you, power That's player. Right. A mic is my weapon. A mic, yeah. A mic is like your instrument. It's it your is. tool. It is. That's it's right. like if you were a, if you were a knight, the mic would be like your sword. You know, me and my brother have a philosophy that you can do anything. You can you can do anything with the power of words. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So a microphone can be a, a, a fucking a pretty heavy tool. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, the power of words. Didn't Shakespeare say that once when he was at Pizza Hut with his girlfriend? Shakespeare wouldn't even be a Shakespeare if it wasn't for the words. It wasn't for, oh, for, for ye words. That's right. The power of the of the lingo. The power of the words. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Holland Highway podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. You're here, and we're going to play some music. Uh, how do you like that theme song, bro? It's pretty generic, right? No, it's rocking. It's rock. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We have a very, very special show today. An old mate of mine from out in the outback. Uh, you're not going to believe who's here. I barely believe who's here. Violent J from the insane clown posse whoop, whoop. in the house, That's man. That's right. Dude, how are you, man? I'm, I'm doing really good, man. I mean, I Damn. didn't know that being old, getting this age would be so... Awesome. If I'd have known that being this age would be as cool as it is, I wouldn't have worried about getting older, brother. Oh, dude, getting old is the best. Are you in the adult diaper phase yet? Not, I haven't hit that. Oh, wait till you wait till you get into that. It's like walking around in a bowl of pudding. That's what's oh, just, I bet. I still got that to look forward to. Dude, you're gonna love it. I it's, mean, I've had a couple incidences, but I don't need it full time just yet. You know what I mean? I got that still on okay. the horizon. Be honest. Have you ever? Have you ever had a blowout on stage? Like you're you're doing a show and you, brother. Everybody in rock and roll knows that's a extremely common thing. Wait, like crapping your pants oh, on yeah. stage? Anything like that? Yeah, you got to realize you have to perform. Yeah, right. Every you, night, you can't no matter leave. What you're doing, no matter how you feel, the show must go on. You know. So when you're on tour, especially yeah. when you're on tour and you're eating all that shit, 
you know, and... Um, yeah, like you're jamming the late night Popeyes and the Taco Bell and the... Oh, yeah. And going out drinking and being hungover and your stomach bubbling. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, Shakespeare wouldn't even know that word. Bubbling. We invented a new word. And, uh, you know, you had to go on, though. Yeah, you got to. You can get a flu, plus the temperatures, you know. we, we You're on stage, it's, it's, it's 95 degrees, right? Yeah. Sometimes you come off stage, it's fucking 20 degrees, you know. Yeah. Then you're in the bus, and the bus might have the air on, and it's back to hot, and it's back to cold, and all that temperature, getting sick on the road is always. Then there's 10 guys in a bus, so if uh. one guy gets sick, everybody's sick. So now everybody's sick, bubbling in the, in the gut. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And you have to Wait, do the Wait, don't show. make it sound delicious. Like now, <laughs> now bubbling sounds like thirst quenching, and I don't like that. Well, sometimes it's time for the percolator, but it's also time for the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when it's happening like that, you But fuck. wait, have you ever been on stage like in the middle of ripping out a song and just like... Like a full unload? Like a full shark. Where I'm actually worried about it coming down my leg, and yeah, I like, always wear shorts on stage. Like you had to abandon stage. Like yeah. You're like... No. No. Okay. But Thank there's been plenty of um, wet farts. Yeah. Yeah. You ever you ever wet fart the crowd? Like you just grab the mic. You I got a wet one. You just put that mic on your crack and let them have it. Bro. I'm you Duran Duran them. You're you, you, you starting this off with things I never thought I'd be talking about publicly. But since you want the info, I'm going to yeah. give it to you. I mean, they got to know. I got to know. The whole world got to okay. know. Well, you know that the, the crowd is literally... Grabbing your ankles, they're right there. Okay, right? so Ankle they're, they're, they're right face level with your anus. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. On many venues, they're, they're where their faces is, is yeah. right there. So it's like an anus crowd, right? Now they might not hear what's going on yeah. because it is very loud. Yeah, but it's definitely something going on. You know, right at that level is all I'm gonna say. Well, let me ask you this: You're a musician. You're in a top band. Well, that's that's uh. Debatable. <laughs> that's that's debatable, but we're here talking about it. And you know, you know sounds, you know music. Let's say you're doing a song, you got one percolating. What was the word? Bubble per- bubbleating. Bu- bubbleating. Yeah, yeah. And somehow, because you're a musician, you just know that that thing's gonna come out like a B flat or a C sharp or an F sharp. And you go, you know what? This would this note would fit perfect with this song. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> blah blah blah. Like it's just the perfect Kenny G ass blaster. Well, you know, if you know it's coming, yeah, you incorporate. If you know it's coming, it. there's all sort of things you can do with it. Yeah, you can okay. incorporate it. You can almost feel what what uh, note it's going to be by how hard it's coming out the tuba. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you can already predict. You know, yeah. but the real. <laughs> Fear, my yeah. friend, is yeah. what you don't know is coming. You get what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're jumping around wow. at full maximum um, physical. Every Like me and Shaggy always say, we are right at the physical peak of our ability. Because when we're performing, you just know we're always about to throw up. Because we're right yeah. at, that, at the end of our wind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're moving around like that, you jump around like that, it's the unexpected that you have to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what's awesome about talking about getting older? As you get older, the toots and the flutes are only going to get more frequent. And so now maybe as you guys tour more, you can start to think about incorporating them into the tunes and time them because it's going to be a lot more. There's going to be like a, a harmony, a symphony coming out say, of your shorts. It is damn near a symphony yeah, up there yeah. when, um, 
when you know it, it can with the with the amount of physical energy we're exerting, yeah, and the amount of uh, chili cheese fries and Waffle House we're eating, oh, and the amount man. of um, cheap liquor we're guzzling, it can be quite the the, oh. the symphonic orchestra up yeah. there. Don't you love the Waffle House? You ever do this? You order two waffles, and instead of eating them, you just slap them on the side of your head and pretend you're Princess Leia. Yeah, I was going to tell you about the uh, symphony again. It can definitely be a, quite the, two, the horn section up there. Just moving right past yeah, the waffle. I was just going to skip all that about the... Because you lost me on that. I know, I, I know, I know. It's a very yeasty question. Um, folks, Violent Jay's here. Uh, the Insane Clown Posse, one of the most radical, wild musical groups of the last three, four decades even. And uh, I got to start with a little list of you know, kind of the uh, obligatory questions. Let's get them out of the way, and then we'll jump right in, buddy. You, you ready? Mind if I enjoy some of this frothy beverage? Dude, look at this. We got Fago. How do you say it? Fago? Fago? How do you say it? Well, Fago. Fago. Yeah. Yeah, Fago. Yeah. <laughs> Orange. And what flavor is yours? Um, delicious, fruity, and um, quite... Um, Bubbleated is the uh, raspberry blueberry flavor, which is, uh, yeah, they, that's the thing about Fago. They've yeah. got like 42 flavors, you know what I mean? I didn't know that, man. Cotton candy. Wow. Uh, sour apple. They, they do soda in ways soda's never been done, and that's why I love Fago, you know what I'm saying? Do they have old lady bath water? Because that's my favorite. Not yet. Oh, God, have you? Oh, I can just taste the skin flakes. I don't know why why they haven't incorporated that into such uh, tasty things like pie, pineapple, watermelon, and yeah, if raspberry, gonna make, blueberry. If they're going to make raspberry, blueberry, why not make senior psoriasis? Polly's you know? on his way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if we so. could think about it, if we could think it up, how could they not? You know what I mean? Dude, think about it. It's a hot, blistery day, summer, your poolside. What's going to cool you down faster than a summertime psoriasis? That's what I'm saying, a little old lady sweat. Right, right dude? You Some know. sponge bath water, just chug it, like, just pretend this is sponge bath just, water. Just stick my face in and go, you know? Oh, that's some good old skin flake right there. <laughs> All right, so the obligatory question. We got to get them out of the way. There's only about four, and then we, and then we dive in, bro. Come on. We dive in like a couple of polywogs jumping into a sperm bank. Yeah, man. I, I, that's a perfect way to describe it. It makes me want to jump in cannonball style. <laughs> Imagine jumping cannonball style into a sperm bank. No, no, There'd no. be unborn children everywhere. No, I don't think about that. But well, what you was will. the question you, you were will. getting at? Here we go. First, these are the obligatory ones I have to ask. No doubt. And then we move. First question Have you ever tasted human flesh? Oh, yeah. I did fucking not even four hours ago. Um, these have to be asked. Yeah. Uh, what time is it? Probably like three, maybe three hours ago, not even. Second question. Where are the bodies buried? There's a um, overpass in, in southwest Detroit over the Rouge River. And um, there's a, a giant, there's giant cement posts that hold up the freeway. Yeah. And if you go under the freeway where the overpass is, there's a hole in one of the giant posts. There's a big, like, almost like a wrecking ball hit a hole in it. Okay. And um, they're in there. Perfect. Because you have to tear down the whole fucking yeah, freeway yeah. to even get in there. You know what I mean? And they're not tearing that down anytime soon. It's almost like a tomb sponsored by the city. 
Yeah, is it? Well, yeah, but you need two people. Uh, the hole is up top of the post, so you need two people to sort of gorilla press uh, the body before you can even put it in the hole. Because one person, oh yeah, be able to, unless you're Brock Lesnar, you're not going to be able to press it up and get yeah. it in the hole. You need two people. I'm not trying to uh, point out any accomplices, accomplices, but uh, Shaggy, Shaggy. and been down a long time. You yeah, know what I mean, that's all I'm gonna say about that. But that's where they're at, though. Okay, good. I look. We had to ask. Uh, since you already spoke to this, what tastes better, a human femur or a scapula? What do you go to at a barbecue? What What's your go to bone? The um the, the femur or the scapula, or it could be a tibia. I mean, it could be a you know, well, the pussy ain't on there on the list. Hang on. Well, it says there's no bones in a pussy, so technically it's not. But as a default, if you haven't eaten a bone in less than three months, yes, pussy does qualify. So, pussy? I was going to say, because there's a bone in my girl's pussy all the time. It's mine, but it's definitely got a bone in it. That is the correct answer. <laughs> right. And then last question, and then we're going to jump in violent. We're going to jump into this interview so deep, it'll be like two buck-tooth gophers digging into Dolly Parton's underwear on a Thursday night. All right, all right. The last question, and be honest this time. Okay. How old were you when you murdered your parents? He's hissing. No, because um, it's I don't didn't really plan on giving my age away because it's about to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it hasn't happened yet. And if I give my age, I, I have to give my age. Away. You get what I'm saying? Got it. I, you just you know, put me on blast like that, Harlan. No, I come no. on your show. And the first cool. fourth no. thing you ask me is my age. We're cool. All, all I'm going to take away from this is it's it's clear to me that they had it coming, and they're going to get it. Right, it's coming. That's right. Yeah. They have it coming. They have it coming. And they it sounds like they earned it. I mean, you didn't even say anything about it, and I think they earned it. They got it coming. And if I don't act up fast, it's probably going to happen anyway, and I, I need to make that statement. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't have that much time, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting up there. And so little, can... little buddy's got to show the mommy and daddy that he loves them. <laughs> Before mommy and daddy ain't around to, sh to show them the way I want to. Are they going in the hole under the uh, underpass, or do they get their own little, because they're parents, they get their own little spot? Well, you know, like I said, if it doesn't happen soon, um, I'll fuck it up and not get the chance to happen. And uh, Shaggy's on tour pretty much for the rest of the year, and I don't have anybody uh, to help me gorilla press them up through the hole, so hello, I didn't really um, think about that either. Hello? Really? I could, dude, I could help you lift. My man. Well, I do trust you, though, and I know you've done things like that before, so I don't think you would just go running off at the mouth about it. So right. So maybe we could hook something like so that So let up. me just say it out loud. Do you need help murdering your parents, and B, do you want me to help you murder your parents? No. I didn't say anything like that. I was just talking about hiding him. How, you want, so I got the shit handled myself. It's it's something I want to take care of, but, but if you want to help me afterward do the... Lift the heavy weight, sure, but you want to just come all at the last second into the fun part I've been planning? Nah, homie, Dude. that's me. 
Do the words selfish ring a bell? Maybe I want to get in on murdering your parents. Well, it's something I've been talking about doing for 45 years, and you're just going to come along in 15 minutes and just get to enjoy the freshness with me? No, brother. Brother. Just selfish. Just selfish, but I still love you. Good. Love me enough to help me get rid of the heavyweight. Good. I'll help you lift. I got one of those belts, you know, the belts with the Velcro strap that go around your waist. Good. Like, they, they support your pelvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, bring two of those because I'm not allowed to lift over 25 pounds, so you're going to have to do the bulk of it. Okay. Okay, we got, through the, the, we got through the obligatory questions. Now we jump into the meat of the interview like two elves in the forest jumping into a Smurf-stretched whatever. Tell us, Violent J. Easy. Easy, well, man. I'm getting excited, bro. I'm happy you're here. <laughs> I'm really happy you're here, man. This, uh, by the way, I'm going to get into our history, but Violent J and I did a movie together. That's where we first met. But before I jump into that, tell us about the history quickly of the Insane Clown Posse. Where, where did it come from? Where did it, this thing sprout from, man? It's man, so cool. We were, we were two. Three, we were, started off four of us in Detroit. We were huge wrestling fans, pro wrestling fans. Oh, right on. And um, when we turned about 17, hip-hop started to overtake that love. You know, we knew we were going to be wrestlers one day. Oh, yeah. We knew it. But at 17, hip-hop started to overtake that passion, and we wrestled it for a long time. We didn't want to say, all right, fuck wrestling, we're going to do rap now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because we, we had already put so much energy and time into wrestling. Yeah. But anyway, we ended up saying, fuck it, we're going to do hip-hop. And so we did hip-hop, and once we started it, we knew failure wasn't an option. We knew we'd do this forever. And did you just love it? Like, did it, like, speak to you? Or you're it like, was, this um, is awesome. It was my calling. And it took a long time to accept that it wasn't wrestling because since from like the sixth grade until I was like 17 or 18, I had known I was going to be a wrestler. So did Shaggy. But we accepted it. Hip hop's what it is. And what's funny is that when we had our first gold record, your first. Not many people, by the way, not many people can say, oh, our first. Like, how many do you have, by the way? Oh, man, we got like five. That's. that's major. Okay, that's that's so, impressive. Keep believe going. Believe me, I'm I'm proud. way to go. But um, we uh, re- because we had put so much positive energy toward knowing we're going to be wrestlers. Yeah, that when we were when I was 26, right, the WWE contacted us and asked us to make some ring music for a team they had. Right, and we said, wait a minute, do you motherfuckers know we wrestle? And oh, they were wow. like, no. And next <laughs> yeah. thing you know. We flew to Connecticut and wrestled in front of Vince McMahon. And then we debuted at SummerSlam yeah. wrestling. So the point is, believe in the powers of positive thinking and the laws of attraction. I love because that. Because even though we, we changed our dream, yeah. we had already applied the proper energy toward that dream. Yeah. So it came to us anyway. Like, if you still want it. Here it is. Yeah. And we took it, and we did it for a few months until it became a job, and then we quit. But we it came to us. Yeah. Because we had already manifested it. What's really cool about that story is, A, you hit two dreams. Mm-hmm. Most people in their life are lucky if they hit one Absolutely. or even get halfway to one. So right. you wrestling checklist, your music checklist. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool 
when you're going for a dream and you're so intensely into it, and as you said, focused, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden something comes up on the radar you weren't even expecting and goes blip and you go, holy fuck, I, I like this even more. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that a wild feeling well, when, when you, it just kind of slams you in the face? You remember there used to be a documentary out, it was called The Secret. And it was a book, it was a documentary, it was everything. You know what? I don't remember it because no one told me about it. It was a secret. It was a secret, you know what I mean? But it wasn't like a number one seller and a bestseller and all that, you know. But nobody knows about it. Well, everybody does but you. But that's what I'm saying, though. Wait a minute. Isn't secret like a a women's underarm deodorant? It is also, but if they call it secret, it's sarcasm because it's not a secret no more to everybody okay. but you, though, brother. Well, but anyway, fuck me over then. Thanks. Yeah, you just the last to know. But thanks, but all you dirty whisperers. Twenty four years after the fact, I'll put you <laughs> up on the secret. It was a book and a documentary and all that about the laws of attraction, and that's what it is. Yeah. you have to manifest anything you want. You could be a motherfucking. Alaskan snow crab farmer oh, slash talk to me slash talk. Ukrainian astronaut asteroid projector. You just name my two fucking things, bro. Right, and talk if you put me. the right energy toward that, yeah, it will happen. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't love care that. if you have nothing. I don't care if you were born living under a rock, kind of like you, never hearing about the secret. You can still manifest it and make it happen. Dude, you might be the most positive evil clown I've ever met. <laughs> now, let me let me ask you this, Violent. Yes. <laughs> You've hit two of them. You've manifested. I love it that you have that positive energy, that, that you made that happen for you. At this stage in your life, as we, as we just talked about, me and you are getting closer to the pudding diapers. Right. Is there a third thing that you would dare manifest and make happen, or is your cup full? Because you you have a lot going on. Is there a, a third thing that you would dare kind of chase or try to bring to fruition? Honestly, no. And I'll tell you okay. why. Because you're right. I did get to achieve two major dreams. Huge. You know, wanted to be a, a, do hip-hop for a living. Yeah. And I wanted to pro-wrestle, you know. Yeah. And I did, I did both of those. So, there are... Two dreams I still have that I yet to accomplish, and they're not dreams because I don't have dreams. I I, I have missions. Dude, you know I'm saying? liking this energy. Yes, and God, um, I, can't I didn't wait accomplish. To murder your parents. The only two uh, missions I didn't accomplish. Yeah. are very fairly easy to accomplish. So I haven't been on on a quest to do them. I've just been enjoying life. But there's two things. Can you tell I, us what they are? Absolutely. Okay. One of them is to visit Japan. Okay, that's very easy. I just did it this year. That's what I'm saying. My brother did it too. I'm actually going in on New Year's. So that's an easy. You're going to love it. Yeah, You're going to that, love that's it. That's an easy. Um, well, it's easy unless the plane crashes. But my goal was to visit rural Japan, not not um. You want to rule Japan. You want to rule Japan? Yes. I want to be a dictator and rule. No. An I want to visit the country where the ninjas train. Oh, rural. I, rural yes, Japan. Rural. I want to right. visit the mountains where the ninjas actually train. Not like, you know, because that's when I developed the goal. Yeah. I was a huge martial arts fan. And, yeah. And the ninjas come from Japan. And so as a kid, yeah. I said, I will go there one day. Right? The other thing I said is, as a kid is I want to go to Alaska and fuck oh. in an igloo. Because if you're in a frozen igloo, what better place to enjoy some warm pussy than a frozen igloo? And wearing like a caribou husk. 
Right. Or hide. With yeah. a, a, a thing full of raw fish hanging off a hook in the corner. And obviously you're with this fine-ass Eskimo chick. And you're oh. both underneath a big furry walrus coat blanket. The only thing tough about that is, you know, a lot of women want you to say their name when they're making love. And they got to, yeah. And when you're tricky. with an Eskimo, and no offense, but, you know, imagine me, how's that feel? Hung the tongue, hung the tongue, hung the tongue, hung Like, it, they're, they're tongue twisters, but you get through it. Because I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've made love in, a, in, a, in an igloo. Oh, and damn. Here's where it here's where your ego gets boosted, violent. And I don't want to be too graphic, but it's cold in there. Right. So when you're doing the deed, when you're making sweet Eskimo love, when you're making sweet love, and you're going in and out, buddy, steam's coming up off of it. And you feel like a locomotive driving through Freddy Krueger's underpants. Like you're just, you know, you got that. And it's so cold in the igloo, it's steaming. It's like a bowl of clam chowder just... Offering itself up to the gods, which is bro. probably melting the roof of the wig, igloo, making dripping, it rain, dripping. It gets wetter than you've ever had wet sex in your life. It's right? Like, and, yeah, and, and so, your your body on top of her is just glistening from the the the, the, the sort of not the coldest uh, drops because they are freshly melted by the heat of your body. Well, let's call it what it is: pussy steam. That right? <laughs> Keep it real, and um. That's falling upon you in spr- sprinkles, yeah. causing erotic-style glistening. Bingo, and here's what happens, Violent. You get so excited. You get so uber-excited. You get as hard as a narwhal, and they're native to that area. Do you know what a narwhal is? No. They're the whales with the giant spike on the end of their nose. You're like a narwhal going in and out of the magic underwater cave where the littlest mermaid learned to masturbate. That's exactly why I want to do it. I thought so. You know what I mean? Do you know her? Do you, does she have a sister? Or it something? was a one-nighter. Oh, I know her sister. Her what? sister. <laughs> you got to do that. They're from yeah. the east side of yeah. the, that area. <laughs> the lower east side. You know yeah. They're, they're like from the Harlem of, yeah. of Igloo country. It's easier. To, it's, it can be pronounced... But unless you're from that region, you got to sort of hit the lower, the fourth vertebrae Dude. on the bottom of your, just above your shoulders. Oh, to, yeah. To really get the, uh, out of, out of oh, that. You got to. It's just, it's just how you enunciate. But, but when I was a kid, I thought yeah. if you go to Alaska and yeah. you get some pussy, you're definitely in an igloo. Oh, yeah. You know? But now now that I've grown, I, I see that there are uh, cities in Alaska that, that have gas stations and restaurants and right. hotels. But my vision is to actually be in the fucking igloo. You know, that's what, what you want because that's the pure vision. And I got to be honest, even though uh, the Eskimo societies are now more advanced, I love the purity of Me them too. living in an igloo. That's their culture. That's what they came out of. That's what they were raised up in. And all of a sudden, you see an Eskimo not in a fur smock or a a hide of a caribou or a seal. Now they're in an Adidas T-shirt. Right. And they're wearing Nikes and they're driving a snowmobile. She's it's, it's pulling not up the same. to the fucking igloo in an Uber. Yeah, it's like, come on, yeah. man, what happened to my vision? You know what I'm saying? She's got <sighs> the fucking yeah. She got a, a tablet with her and shit. You know, I want to see yeah. the way I pictured it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like dog sled. 
just dog sled right in there. I'll tell you what, one of the funnest things I ever did, and you might want to try this after you pop your igloo cherry, I had an, an orgy in an igloo. And what happens is you stuff them in, like it's, it's only so big, and it's got that little doorway, that little doorway. And when you get in there and you got 60 or 65 bodies pumping and getting oily and sweaty, it looks like the igloo's taking a shit. When you get that lubricated, it starts popping people out that little tubular front door. It's like... And that's a hot thing. That's That adds to the eroticism. Dude, it's just wild. Well, you know, since we're going to just... Let's just point out the polka-dotted elephant in the room, why don't we? Okay. I come on your podcast, brother, yeah. and I reveal a, a lifetime goal of mine that I've yet to accomplish, yeah. right, which is to have sex in an igloo, right? And don't think I didn't catch... How I'm over here confession, confessing my truth about how I've never accomplished this dream of mine, which is to have singular sex with any woman, in, Eskimo woman in an igloo. And you have to point out that you had a, not only had sex in a fucking Alaskan igloo, but you had an orgy. Orgy, yeah. All right? And we put two We're igloos full of so together. Many yeah. Es- Alaskan Eskimoian hotties that they're popping out the front of it like they're just shooting out like a like a pinball machine. Right. Well, good way to make me sound under um, impressive because my lifetime goal is something you did on a on a fucking off night uh, tour stop with with Harlan William groupies lined up fucking four Alaskan blocks long. I'll tell you, bro, I was just up there hunting walrus, and it just almost fell in my lap. I pulled up to the edge of the ice floe with the dog sled and the team, the huskies, two different color eyes, and we also had Marilyn Manson on the dog sled team because he's got two different colored eyes, so he he was leading the fucking dog sled team. And uh, we were just hunting walrus, those big fat fox. I I call them manatees with teeth. Did you bump into the abdominal snowman out there? The abdominal snowman? Yeah, because you're about to meet the abdominal hoe man when I get out there because I'm laying everything I see. Wow. I'm laying every female from Anchorage to Eubanks. The only thing you got to be aware of, buddy, when you're out there jumping from girl to girl in Alaska, just make sure you don't get the snow crabs. They're big. (laughs) Oh, man. They're big and they bite. And they're delicious when cooked properly. Yeah, if you if you take a hot enough bath, you can eat your own crabs. Ah, uh, holy God, I love it. All right, where are we going now? Um, oh, I wanted to because think uh, we were talking about getting old, and I thought of something that you and Shaggy could do when you get really old. When you retire, you could open an IHOP, puh, puh, an international. What is it? I wrote it down. International Insane House of Posse Pancakes. I hop papa. Wow. When you guys want to hang it up and just chill out, still have a little money come in, you two open an I hop papa and you serve up flapjacks. Have you heard of um, Huddle House? Yeah. Harlan Huddle House. Are we going to have a pancake war here, bro? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Are we throwing down flapjacks, guy? I'm saying bring it to, nothing to it but to do it. <laughs> I got a spatula in the car. You ever take two pancakes and put them on your ears and pretend you're Princess Leia? Um, not since we talked about it last time, but it's sounding more appealing every time. 
It's <laughs> starting to sound pretty damn interesting. All right, so let's jump to how we met. Okay, yeah. this, this so so we go back along, and what is it? Maybe twenty years. I'll give or take uh, five more. Give or take, yeah, a couple of decades. Yeah, something like that. So here's what happened. I'm kicking around in Hollywood doing my movies, and my manager and agent call me up and say, "Hey, the insane clown posse is doing a movie. They want you to be in it." Yeah, yeah. And so I wasn't part right, you know, hip to the hip hop world. I that wasn't my wheelhouse. I was like kind of pop music, heavy metal, Iron Maiden type of guy. So I go, oh, let me let me look up and see who they are. So I went on and I looked, and as soon as I saw you guys, I was like so tripped out. I was like, that that looks so. You guys look so fucking cool. Like I was super excited and said, okay, well now I got to listen to the music. I feel bad I didn't know the music, but I'm just being honest. And I put on the first song I put on of yours guys was it was the what I wrote it down. Um, what was it? Oh, Mr. Johnson's Hat. Oh, hell yeah. It was the very... Can I read a few lyrics? Fuck yeah. So this is the first thing I heard. This is from your song, uh, Mr. Johnson's Head. It goes, I couldn't stand the pressure, not another day. I didn't like the fucker, Mr. Johnson, anyway. I sat up in his class. He hung a rebel flag. I cut the bigot's head off, and I stuffed it in my bag. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand the pressure, not another day. I didn't like the fucker, Mr. Johnson, anyway. I sat up in his class. He hung a rebel flag. I cut the bigot's head off, and I, I stuffed, stuffed it, it in, in my, my bag. bag. Yes. And I just went, you know, I'll be honest. I'm going to be totally honest. At first, I was kind of appalled, but I was excited, and I was, like, sort of interested, but I was like, this is sort of vile, but then I also went, fuck, this is what I love about America. You can you can say and do stuff like that. Some people are going to love it. Some people might be offended by it. Some people might be, eh, but I just love that I knew you guys were expressive. You were artists, and your stuff, like, I got to say, that appeals to so many people because there's a lot of, like, kind of young youthful angst mixed into a lot of your songs yeah well it's no different music is no different than it's like the old video stores you know yeah you walk into a fucking blockbuster right yeah just like walking into an old record store you got everything you want it, there's romance in music there's romance you yeah. know what i mean you can, yeah. get in, you can go right to the kind of artists that sing ballads or r&b yeah there's high-actane energy. You can go right to a fast band, you know, this speed metal or something or whatever you're into. Yeah. And there's there's horror. Yeah, you know, yeah, you could go yeah. to something like Insane Clown Posse or some Marilyn Manson or, or stuff like that or some of the, some of the old Ozzy and, and you know, Ozzy, Black yeah. Sabbath and stuff oh. uh, used to touch on elements like that. Yeah. Even one of the thir- first horror groups uh, videos people did under credit was Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah, yeah. Him turning into people a zombie and yeah. shit. Yeah, you know. But everything should be in a music store that's, I mean, everything is in a music store yeah. that's in a movie store. You know, yeah, it's yeah. something for everybody. You know it's what I mean? artistic freedom of speech and, and everyone should be able to express themselves and no matter what the range, I think. I th- that's right. And that was part of what yours did because it was shocking to me. I'd never seen or heard a presentation like yours and the lyrics. And I was like, but I also went, you know what? This is crazy, but this is the beauty of America. And what's kind of scary nowadays, it feels like that's starting to get and tamper down a little bit with all that's going on, which I don't like. Anybody trying to stop. Okay. Like, yeah, any, I know our music ain't for everybody. I know our music is for a selective few. You know what I mean? But 
that's what's cool is we don't shove our shit down nobody's throat. Like, in other words, yeah. you won't hear us on the radio. We don't yeah. have any hits. Yeah. Not one hit, you know. It's because you're not going to have to sit through what we do while you're waiting to hear what you love. We don't open for nobody. We never went, went on tour and op- opening for anybody. Yeah. You don't have to sit through our vulgarities and, and, and our show while you're waiting to see your favorite band, yeah, you know. Yeah, We don't subject what we do to anybody that don't want to see it. Yeah. But we don't want nobody coming into our world trying to stop us. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like if somebody does a certain kind of music you don't like, you don't have to fucking listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? But don't go and try to st- stop them because you yeah. hate it so much. You yeah. know? I, like, I don't like country music myself. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to go out and stop the motherfuckers yeah, from yeah. doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? I want them to be yeah. able to do it and the people that love it to love it. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, a guy should be able to sing about a relish stain on his shirt. If he the wants. The same way you should be able to sing about stuffing your teacher's head in a bag, That's right? That's right. Now exactly let, right. Let me ask you this. Was there ever a conscious effort for you guys? Because, you know, you have to think in the course of a musical career, it would be interesting or it would be great even to have a radio hit. Oh, Did man, you and Shaggy awesome. ever sit down and go, you know what? We've done all this stuff. It's never. We know it's not going to get radio play, but why don't we sit down and write a song that maybe you know? Um, what's is it? Megadeth that has that song. Uh, I got a. What's that? That they have that. They got that one song that wasn't a hit. That real mellow no. song. They had the Sandman, and then they had that. No, um, you're talking about Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. Yeah. Yeah, it's that kind of real melodic mm-hmm. song, and it's actually quite beautiful. I try to tip my tongue too. Yeah, I got a. I don't know. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, here were these hardcore guys, and they had this thing that made it to the radio. So my question to you: Does it sort of pang you that you haven't done that, or was that ever something you guys wanted to do by design musically? We'd love to do it. We'd yeah. love to do it, but we've never sat down and wrote a song for that process for that. For that reason. I would love it if you guys tried. What we've done is looked at the finished product and said, which one of these might have a chance? You know, we got shot down every time. You know what I'm saying? There's been a time where we've been on a major label and we spent a quarter million dollars on a video and and hired another guy who's uh, friends with MTV to walk it in there and try to talk him into playing it. And once back in the day, once they said no... You were done. Yeah. There was no other opportunities. They had a monopoly on everything. Of course, now it's YouTube. But back then, yeah. they had, when they said no to a single, you that single didn't hit. Wow. You know what I mean? You were done. There wasn't anywhere else to take it. So, you know, but thankfully, they never did play, play any of our singles like that because that created our legacy. Dude, you know, the fact the that you guys you know? have five gold records and didn't have access to the industry doors... It's it's amazing. It's yeah, a tribute, and you should be very it's proud. Our, it's, it's it's at the time amazing. We were frustrated as hell. Yeah, you know, but but you know, and people say, you, you, you know, like when did you know you make it? When yeah. did you know you made it? There was never a point when yeah. we knew we made it because we were stayed hungry all the way. Uh, that's what you, you know. Need. What I'm saying yeah. there was never a point. Even when we got our first platinum record, we weren't like, oh, this is everything we thought it'd be. No, yeah. it felt like this is here, but it's not. The way it's, you know, we still yeah. stayed hungry, you know what I'm saying? So it never, there never was a moment where we were like, yes, pretty much until recently, you know, yeah. until we, we, we realized that we've, that we've, um, 
done everything we set out to do, you know? Yeah. Then we look back for the first time and we're like, damn, we came far, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time, all through the 90s and 2000s and, and even almost up to the 2020, we just kept ro- riding and never looking back, you know what I mean? You know what, though? Maybe in this new era of YouTube and streaming and all that, you know, a, a good song can't be stopped. Like, you know, just take, like, Poison, for example. Every rose has its thorn. Great song, yeah. Like, a great song, once people hear it, it's 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 got a life of its own. Right. So. I don't know if you guys, you don't need really need to hear it from me, but I hope you guys search for that song yeah. that's unstoppable and it's like the crowning thing in your career and you go, fuck you guys that wouldn't put us on the radio and it just rolls and blows up. So from me to you, I hope you keep searching for that, you Thank and you. Shaggy, yeah. and you don't give up on that, manifest that. And have that song. I don't know if it's if it's edgy or if it's a you trick everyone and it's a soft song like that, but I hope for your guys' sake you get that one hit that no one can deny and it, it, it gets that com- kind of commercial it'd be dope it would be cool man but it's also cool if it don't because you can only ask for so many blessings that's you know right I mean? that's right but i i from me to you i hope it happens because i think be i awesome. think it would be great and your fans would love it and, and uh, the whole world would be like those guys did this song that that just couldn't stop so I, I'm, I'm hoping for it man yeah. so let's go back to then you guys do a movie called Big Money Hustlers. Yes, yes. My agents say, do you want to be in it? And I looked at, at you guys. I listened. And I said, you know what? These guys are crazy. I love crazy. I'm in. Yeah, man. We were. I was yeah. watching something about Mary. Yeah. At the theater. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I saw you on there. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, right when I'm watching it, I remember we were on tour. And right when I'm watching yeah. it at the theater, I was like, write this guy's name down. Don't forget, I told my dude, I'm like, write this guy's name down. He would be the <laughs> awesome. shit. We, we thought there's no way we're going to, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. I just like thinking we start off at the top, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you were so cool. You were down to do it. And we yeah. couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were like, hell yeah. And in our world, in the juggalo world, that movie is like iconic. It is, yeah. In our in our in our orbit, that is everything. That movie is. I uh, get people. I get fans all the time, like emailing me and comment, and and they quote lines from the movie, like honk for, honk if you love sugar. Yeah, I think I that wondered was, if, if if you if you heard stuff like that. oh a lot all the time, Dope. like honk if you love sugar, and a, and a lot of the scenes I played Officer Harry Cox. In case you you yes, know yes. you don't remember me. And, uh, you know, I did a lot. You guys let me do a lot. You and John, the director, yeah, let yeah. me do a lot of improvising. Yep. And I did one scene where we were in a coffee shop and I was putting donuts on my eyes and yeah. saying I'm a, a donut owl or something. And I so, remember yeah. standing back watching yeah. you go. Yeah, I remember seeing you Nobody wanted there. to say cut yeah, yeah, because everything you were doing was so crazy and funny. We just were letting you go. So yeah. we would do your takes and we would just go and just yeah. keep going. And you would yeah. just be doing bizarre shit. <laughs> yeah. And I know John... John Caffiero yeah. ha- had a hard time uh, editing that because what do you use? Yeah, there was You're a lot. You're doing so much funny shit, you know what I mean? They can only put so much in there, you know? Well, do you want to hear something really cool? I don't think I ever told you this. It's the only movie, Violent, where I could not stop laughing and do my line. And I'll tell you what scene it was. So you had, I was Officer Harry Cox. And the chief police was the guy from the Jerky, Jerky Boys. Boys. What was yeah. his name? Uh, Johnny Brennan. Johnny Brennan. The guy was so funny. Yeah. And you guys put him in a fat suit. Yeah. 
and he's one of those guys every now and then you meet a guy and you just look at them and they they trigger you you start laughing so we had a scene where we're at the cop shop and he he goes cox come in here go get me a box of donuts right that was the line (laughs) so i walk up to him he says go get me a box of donuts but then he added his own improv where he went Cox, come here. Go get me a box of donuts. <laughs> like he did this stupid fucking noise, and he was in the fat suit with, and I lost it. We we had I don't know if you were there that day. We had to, we had to shoot that scene. I think eight or nine times. I could I I lost it every time. And, what the fuck is that sound? Right, what that's, that that's what he got me. It was just like, get me the fucking donuts. <laughs> Dude, John finally said, I said, John, I can't. I can't. This is the first movie I've ever, I know it's not professional. He, he, would, go, he would go, ah. Yeah. Like he'd drag it out. <laughs> so if you watch that movie, this is for the fans. Go back and watch Big Money Hustlers. And John, the director, said, you know what? I think uh, Harry Cox would laugh at that. Let's just leave it in. So he just conceded. And so if you watch the movie, you'll see me laughing. The real laugh, yeah. And it's not acting. I could not. And it's the only movie I've ever done where I couldn't hold it. And I loved it because it's so... How hard is it to not laugh? Like, I just loved it. It was I so remember you precious. Had, you had did... Um, what I remember from, from that shoot was yeah. you had did Half-Baked... Yeah. Uh, prior to that, and we kept bugging you to try to get you to smoke with us. I know, man. <laughs> it's the biggest thing. Like, I'm not a big weed guy, and my whole career, because I Everybody did. Everybody wants to every, smoke. Dude, I'll go do comedy shows and stuff. People will shake my hand. Hey, man, I it's love slipping. the show. I pull my hand away, and there's a bud the bigger a fucking Ronald McDonald's nut bag in my I'll hand, bet. you know? I'll like, bet. it's it's like I get all these, uh, and people, they look so crestfallen. They're, hey, man, you want to smoke? I'm like, I don't do it. And they're like, they're all oh, by. oh, half-baked guy doesn't smoke weed. Oh, it's like that scene from Christmas Story. Oh, I don't like it. I don't want to eat my mashed potatoes. Oh, dude. Man, it, you it should fun. come. We do like a um, uh, was it a Rocky Horror Picture Show style thing with, with Big you Money do? Hustles. Yeah. I didn't know we about do, this. We have it. We show it sometimes at our festival at the gathering. Yeah. But we also just go to selective cities and show it. Oh, the movie. Yeah, at a theater. And everybody comes out and acts out all the shit and everything. It's really cool, man. Oh, if I'm I'm around, I'd go to that. I'd love this. And are people in makeup and everything? Oh, everybody goes all out. It's, It's really, really fun. And and um, it, it's just super fucking, super fucking unique. It's not like the Rocky Horror Picture Show because everything's different. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But it's the same. I think the same idea. Wow. It's very cool, brother. All right. Well, thank you for having me in the movie. It thank was a you blast. For doing it. What? And you know what was cool? It, this is so weird because back then nobody did it except Woody Allen because it was too expensive and the city didn't like it. We got to shoot in the middle of New York City. No, crazy. Like right? here, I'm in New York City. I just got married. I think I'd been married two months, and I said to my wife, "I said, baby, I gotta go to New York for two weeks to shoot a movie with the insane clown posse." And she was like, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" You know? <laughs> and it was Dolomite's last last movie. It was. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Eddie Murphy ended up playing Dolomite in a movie. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But yeah, that was um that was his final movie. Wow, that's right. Yeah, it was it was fun, man. It, it was, was a lot of fun. Very cool. Um, I wanted to go back real quickly because th- this is 
more of a serious topic, but, and I find it interesting and I actually like it, but confirm it with me. Is there an element, because a lot of your songs sort of touch on evil and dark tones and things, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I've read and I picked up on that. Is there an element of God in your, in what you do? I think so, but, but it's, it's, it's definitely due to my own ignorance as, as a writer. And what I mean by that is, um, I, I consider myself a religious person, and so does Shaggy, right? Okay, but yeah. We, but we're not part of, we don't believe in any specific religion. Yeah. You know, people, you believe in the people four think we're, something. we're Christians yeah. or, or Catholic or whatever. But um, that beca- that's because we said in, in a very important song, it's hard to explain, but it was a very important song on our on our sixth album that yeah. people have been waiting for, you know? Yeah. We said uh, the carnival is God, you know? But... My ignorance didn't realize that by saying that I was sort of speaking as one sort of religion. Yeah. But I meant a creator. Like the carnival is yeah. having faith. Yeah. Oh, you know, wow. faith is a good thing because it gives it people is. hope. It is. You know, wow. and a lot of people that's that's all they have, you know, is yeah. their faith, you know. Yeah. And so it's and I believe that there is a higher power, but I definitely don't believe in any organized religion. Yeah. And and so people I think think we do. Because of the wording, but I just didn't know any better. Yeah, right. I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would have worded it differently. I would have said, you know, I wouldn't have, I didn't want people to think that we meant any specific religion. You know what I mean? Because we don't, you know? No, but, you know, to me, faith is the religion because the word faith encompasses all of it. And I'm with you. I find that organized religions can have benefits, but they've also brought a lot of corruption and destruction in the world. But, but faith is, it's, it's its own entity, and yeah. it's a powerful force, and it's it strong. And it really makes me happy to hear that that's part of who you are and Shaggy, and and, and it, it's sort of a sublime message inside of your music that, really that's really everything. beautiful. It's yeah. everything. You it's know, good it, to hear. But it's not meant to, for the, the casual listeners. Yeah. That, me- that message is meant for the... the uh, People that really get into our stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's definitely there. And once you really de- decipher what we're about, it's yeah. everywhere. It's wow. all over the place. But yeah. it's so it's so hidden that um, if you don't know what we mean, yeah. or, or like a lot of the anger in, in uh, the messages in our music is real anger. Yeah. Right? It's like when we say, uh, young or rebel flag, you know, yeah. we're very much against racism and things like that. Yeah. But it sounds at first listen like we're just killing people and yeah. we're killing everybody. But usually, when you really dissect it, the people we're killing are like bigots or yeah. you know what wife beaters or, yeah. or child abusers. You know, yeah, like there's slangs and words that we use to describe these people. Yeah, that, that kind of fly by the first time, first few times you hear it. Well, it was right here in the lyrics to this song. You put the bi- the bigot's head in the back. Yeah, Mr. You know Jones I mean? was a bigot. Yeah, it's yeah. about a guy going to school whose teacher is telling them that, you know, he's got to have a rebel flag hanging in his yeah. room and he's teaching, like, you know, and the kid's going crazy because he knows what this guy's teaching was bullshit, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So he ends up killing his teacher and putting it in his book. And he's also, if you listen to the lyrics, he's also picked on at school and, and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, so he yeah. ends up snapping, you know. It's it's fun to get into the, the mind of, of these people that lose it or serial killers and try to write songs from their perspective and yeah. what made them go crazy, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's neat about what you do too, it's kind of a bit of a bait and switch 
to the degree that when I was a kid, Black Sabbath was my band. Like I, I would be up in my room listening to Black Sabbath, and my mother was very religious. And she'd see the album covers laying around black, and she'd yeah. hear the, you know, I'm in my room. Terrifying, yeah. And so she called me out one day. She goes, "What? why are you listening to this devil music and all this and that? And she goes, write me down the lyrics of this music. So I actually wrote out the lyrics of, um, I think it was Into the Void. Would you like to see the Pope on the end of the rope? Or do you think he's a fool? You know, that type of thing. And if you, if you decipher a lot of Black Sabbath's lyrics, on their surface, they look like this satanic devil band but a lot of their lyrics are about like admonishing the devil mm-hmm. and also, you know, scorning the devil, but also asking questions. Okay, the devil's bad, the devil's bad, but is religion any better? That, or whatever, yeah. you know. So it, but, but you yeah. know what they do is when they're talking about a song like that, they do the same thing to us. Like yeah. they say, they got songs about the devil. Right. Yeah, so they got about the devil yeah. against the devil or whatever, yeah. you know. But the, when you write about it, you can say it's about the devil, and it yeah. makes people automatically think they got songs about the devil, like they're they're worshiping the devil. Yeah, right. You know, like they like when they write about us, they say they have songs about racism and about you know, and it, but when with the way they word it, it sounds like that's what we're about. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's so easy to to, to uh, say that type of shit. I know exactly know? what because that's what happened with my mother when she read the lyrics out that I wrote down. She was totally like silenced like she goes oh this isn't devil worship this but when is- it's put to that music right it, it can have that yeah and with the exactly. name and the personality and all the show busy stuff but mm-hmm. when you break it down so that's a really interesting aspect of what you do so here's this is the most difficult part of the interview this is going to be tough. Okay. For you and your fans. Well, you already asked me where the fucking bodies are. I know, but this is even tougher. Okay. And this is even Shaggy might freak out. So now that I've been in the movie, now that we've talked, now that I might help you murder your parents. Hide them. The, hide them. My show, murder them. Um, well, if you're going to laugh. <laughs> but... <laughs> But my question is, and you can say no, am I allowed just for this moment, for this day, to become an honorary member of the Insane Clown Posse and go and put makeup on and do the last part of this interview as an honorary member of the Insane Clown Posse in makeup? Well, brother, I'll be honest with you and give you a real answer. A posse is more than two, okay? Now, there's only two people rapping, but we're not a posse. There's only two of us. A posse is the car. This is the insane clown posse, and this is what we do is the dark carnival. Are you a part of the carnival? Yes. You're, on, you're starring in a movie with us. You're very much an iconic figure. You are part of the insane clown posse. You are part of the carnival, just like the juggalos are. What is ICP without the juggalos, right? They are what makes us cool. They are what validates us. They are part of the posse. They are part of the, the show, the carnival. This is all the carnival, brother. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> hey, everybody. Check out my merchandise at harbling.com. Yeah, most people just slap some letters or images on a T-shirt or a hoodie. But not me. Yours truly. Guess what? I draw... My own designs at hardbling.com. You can see tons of my hand-drawn T-shirts. Uh, you can either buy the original or you can buy a print. 
And uh, man, oh man, wear them loud and proud. Um, I love making these designs for you guys and uh, keeping it personal. So check out the whole uh, catalog. We got hoodies, we got coffee mugs, we got uh, t-shirts, you name it. It's there at harbling.com. Get your uh, Harland original design, wearable art at harbling.com today. And uh, thank you for your support. And I'll just keep the, uh, the groovy images coming. All right. The debut official style as an official juggalo, official as a referee whistle, Harlan Williams. Check him out. Boom. Oh, my God. It's what? perfect. What? 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 You know, you need to copyright that design right now because people are going to be ripping you off. They are? Brother, that's actually cool. Well, what's one? You got to give me a name, though, now. Like, you, you got Violent J, you got Shaggy 2 Dope. Who the hell am I? Um, 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 Happy Harlan? You know, Happy, Slap Happy Harlan. Slap Happy Harlan. There and, you go. And I put the lobotomy scar across the top, just, you know, because... We got Lobotomies are hilarious. <laughs> They're hilarious. <laughs> Dude, so am I an honorary member for the day of the juggalo? You're, you're an honorary uh, member every day, though, brother. Oh, bro. Because even when the paint ain't physically on your face, it's on in your heart. You know what I mean? Paint my heart. In our, in, in our hearts as well. We see it on you. God, I'm, I'm so nervous. I'm sweating. Thank God I'm wearing secret underarm deodorant. <laughs> Dude. That was the whole point of the secret. You got it too. You know? Are you happy with this? Because I, I am. Can we give? A, can we do an Eskimo like fist pump? Come on, man. Unka tunka tunka punka tunka 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 tunka. Oh, Yeah, thank you. Her too. Okay, so here now that I'm an honorary member of the Juggles, just for a day. I thought what I got to do to contribute to the band. Oh, wait, we got to do a toast. To, we got to oh, che cheers some Fago. Yeah, we got to cheers some Fago. And then you got to bounce it off the floor because it's all up from here. Boom. Wow, I'm learning. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> it sounds like a, it tasted oh, delicious. Dude, that uh, psoriasis sizzler or whatever it's yeah. called. So good. So here's the last part of, a, of my indoctrination. Okay. As an honorary member of the Insane Clown Posse. I thought, I wouldn't feel right, I wouldn't feel worthy if I didn't write a hip-hop song for you guys. Oh, damn, we're going all out now. You, you're in a group and anything now. I'm just trying. I'm trying. So here's what I did. I wrote a hip-hop song, and here's what I want to do with it. It's yours if you want it. I own no copyright to it. I'm handing it over to you if you want to do it. But also, I'm handing copyright to your fans. So if you have juggalos that are watching, and they're musicians, and they want to, like, lay music down to a two. There you go. You so just it's, probably it, will hear that. If you, it, you go ahead and do it a cappella style, but right. I guarantee you a version will be born with, right? with, 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 to the music. It's for all of you. So if you guys want to do something you can or if some of your fans send you a mix and you get to have a listen to it, whatever. Now, since you gave me the rights yeah, yeah, on your yours, show. Yours. Right? Well, yours. you were saying you hope we get that hit. We just might off your lyrics. Well, I don't know. This isn't. I, we'll see. You never know. So now I hate to do this as a juggalo. I got to put readers on. 
That's why I had the surgery so I could I yeah. had to keep putting them on over my my makeup too. You oh, know what man. I mean? This is just awkward. Now it's all white and milky <laughs> and oh, this is. Hey, a lot of jugglers are getting older, though. We all need the readers. You know what I'm I know. I feel like Deadpool at a library reading. Okay, children, gather around. <laughs> Curious George was a hairy little monkey. All right, here we go. Now, I got to get in my head because there's a rhythm to it. So, I'd, give me a second to... Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. And you might hate it. You might like it. doesn't matter. It's for you and your fans. Listen... If you fuck up a line, say it again, though, so we can take it and put it to the beat. Yeah, okay, here we go. This is the Insane Clown Posse jam from the new member. Who am I? Happy? Slap Happy Harland. Slap Happy Harland. Here we go. Greetings. I just thought you should know the posse is coming to put on a show. It's a madhouse. It's insanity. Gonna turn up the temperature to a thousand degrees. Lock your windows. Lock your doors. Tell the pimpos. Tell the whores. Yo, we're coming to your motherfucking town. You can't stop us. ICP clowns, New York City, Baltimore, San Diego. You want more? Hey, Miami. Hey, D.C. Taking over. Clown Posse. It's a carnival. And we're the bossy. We'll eat your girlfriends. Candy flossy. We'll take your money. So you're at a lossy. We're the insane clown posse. So tell the mayor we're coming in to fill the city full of sin. And put the popo in riot gear. We'll Fuck the horses right in the rear. Turn up the music until you bleed. We got exactly what, what you need. need. It's a carnival we call disaster. With a muckin' fucking rockin' rockin' fucking motherfucking ringmaster. Look out, Dallas and New Orleans. We'll make you women cream the jeans. Hey, Chicago, LA, St. Louis, get on your knees and fucking do us. We're from Detroit and we're expanding. So pretty soon, We'll be landing in your city, in your town. There ain't no hiding from the posse clowns. All right, all right. Walking steam, Mike. Now, I don't know if it's any good. No, it's pretty impressive, brother. You don't even rap either? I don't rap, but see, this is, that's not the beat. You can do any music, no, any rhythm, and I just. You were surprisingly on beat, though. I was? Yes, I was doing the. the Tempo in my head, and you were even—you even knew some of the words. It was wild. Maybe two of them, yeah. But we, any time, you know, posse. Not a lot that rhymes with that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So I could see that. My coming. favorite line was the 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 uh, the 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 posse, the the uh, cotton flossy or whatever it was. That was candy good. flossy. Nobody saw that. And then the cr- part about creaming your, your jeans. Yeah, that was good too. <laughs> so anyway, just it's out there. It's for fun. Do what you will with it. I've done my part. Yeah, I've heard my until way it goes in. Platinum for us. Then he's going to be hitting the, the Lord. We'll be hearing from the attorneys. No, it's your. I'm going to say it again. It's yours. And here's another thing I was going to say. If it ever did something and you wanted to, all the money to the World Wildlife Federation as like a charity thing or some of it. Wait a minute. You just said we could have it all. Now I got. Now, which is it? Well, I want the cheetahs and the lions and the gazelles and the wildebeests and the walruses and the ostriches and the lions and the cougars and the jaguars and the anacondas and the sea turtles and the Galapagos tortoises and the great white sharks and all the other ones to have it, not you. Oh, then I'm not putting it out there. I'm not, I don't care about the porpoises. That's okay. what I'm saying, ghost! It was fun while it lasted. Right. <laughs> so much for that idea. Gotta help the fucking chipmunks. 
Come on, if you you look like you've eaten a few chipmunks. Yeah, I have. You know, uh, yeah. a couple of hippos and rhinos. And yeah, I, I like to get uh, uh, very eccentric with my taste. Yeah. Oh yeah, evil clowns eat what they want. Llama. Uh, before orangutan. we. Oh, you got to eat a barbecued orangutan. <laughs> Um, and by the way, w- let's mention real quickly before we go the the uh, the Juggalo the festival. You guys had me out at the the festival one year, uh-huh. and it's the only time in my life I've done stand up comedy at three thirty in the morning. Fuck yeah. I was terrified. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like just people like zoned out and ha- it was actually really good. I want to say thank you to all the Juggalos because at three thirty they were really respectful. Fuck we yeah. had a great show. It was outside. I was honestly it was one of the few times I was scared. To do comedy because it was so late, but it, thank you, it it's was great, that, man. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate you, brother. Yeah, but tell them real quickly about what that event is. It's the gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. It just happened about a month ago this year. Oh, was it good? Yeah, it was really great. And, How and many next people? Year, uh, about ten thousand. Wow. Next year is the um, is uh, I believe the thirtieth anniversary. I think wow. maybe next year or the year after. I can't remember. Wow. It all blends together. Maybe no, not thirtieth, twenty fifth. Yeah, let's not age. Up. Don't we're not right. into the diaper years 25th. yet. Yeah, I'm thinking Halloween. It's our it's our thirtieth annual Halloween show this year. Okay. Yeah. Well, before we go, Violent J, we do one thing with all the guests. It's the final thing we do. It's called Words from a Wooden Shoe. This Yo. is an official Dutch clog. Oh my and God. inside are a bunch of words. You reach in, pull one out. And see if it inspires a memory from your life or a story that happened to you in your life. Just random and see if you can share it with the the fun bunch here. Here we go. Here we go. Words from a wooden shoe with Violent J. Stood up by a date. Oh, here we go. Um, okay. I, I do got a story. Oh. Linda Blair. The Exorcist. Yes. Linda Blair. I was doing a convention. ICP was appearing at, at, I believe it was a horror convention. Whoa. Linda Blair was there. I bet. Right? We were signing autographs, and she was at her table signing autographs, you know? I was trying to holler at Linda Blair. Wow. You know? So I asked her if she would like to have dinner that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she was like, actually, I am having dinner. You're welcome to to come join me. And I was like, awesome. So I'm thinking, she told me the location and the place, right? And I'm thinking I'm about to go have dinner with Linda Blair. And I already know what was on the menu, pea soup. (laughs) That's right. And I was super excited. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. So I got all did it up. Oh, here we go. And I got all, you know, shaven and and lathered. Yeah, lathered. And I fucking... Jumped in the car and went down to the venue thinking I'm on my hot date with the exorcist. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I I show up at the front and I tell the concierge, Linda Blair party, please. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, they're waiting on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's waiting on me. Yeah. And they take me around the corner and she was at a table with about 42 ninjas. And the only spare chair was way on the opposite end Come of her on. next to... Buff and Biff, and I was just like, hell no, I can't even reach her. She's so far away, I had to call her to reach her, you know what I mean? And I just realized the chance of me scoring with the exorcist were thin thin and none. So even though she was there, I felt stood up. 
Dude, then you're not going to like the follow-up to this story. Okay. I got it on with Linda Blair. Oh, my God. Yeah, I call her the sexorcist, by the way. First the fucking igloo. Yeah. Uh, Gangbang. And this is going to chap your ass real hard. And I don't know if you wear makeup on your ass cheeks, but if they, they're going to be frowning after you hear this. Okay. All right. By the way, you don't have clown makeup on your ass cheeks, do you? I, let's just go ahead and... Yeah, let's move on. Let's so, move on. So here's where you're going to get pissed. I had... I got it on with Linda Blair, the sexorcist. And here's what's great about having sex with her. We went to her house. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say an igloo. I was about to get no, so heated, bro. No, we, we were at her house. And the amazing thing about having sex with Linda Blair is you get so lost in it, it feels like the bed's floating. <laughs> and I'll bet you she's a hell of a dirty talker. Well, I'll tell you what, you know someone gives good head when their head can turn a full revolution. That's right, and they got fangs! Yeah. Yes! Violin J, tell everybody where they can see, where they can find you on social media, where your next concerts are. You mentioned you have some new songs coming out. Let them know, bud. Everything, all the information you are looking for is at this Instagram address, at violentj.icp oh it's beautiful and i want to say before we go because it wouldn't be complete unless we mention them shaggy too dope shout out to shaggy my brother shaggy i wish you were here and maybe next time we'll have both of you or whatever but please tell him i said hello and honk if you love sugar i already have been bragging that I was coming to holler with oh, you. Oh, good. So yeah. he's well aware. He's on tour right now. Ah, uh, he some, was in some beautiful, peaceful city. He was such a great guy. We had a lot of fun. I didn't have as many scenes one on one with you, but I had in the movie. I, I had somewhere I had to be with him a little bit more. But great guy. You guys were playing the punk ass good guys. Yeah, I know. It, it was so fun. But buddy, I want to thank <laughs> you for being on the Harlan Highway here today. And uh, what a treat. Check them out. The Insane Clown Posse, Violent J. And uh, let's hit that juicy theme music once more. Hit it! Oh, here we go. This is this is true hip-hop right here. Maybe we could loop this music and put your rap. Oh, really? Over it. <sighs> I'm glad. I'm, I'm grateful not to just be roadkill on the Harlan Highway. Yeah, no, man. Thank you for treating me well. Thank you for having oh, me. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. It's great to see you after. It's been a while since we've seen each other. So thank too, you brother. so much. All the best with the tour and everything. And a great interview here today. Do not juggle unless you end it with whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Oh, I think I just threw my ass out. Oh, God, we are getting old. Yeah. yeah Until next time, everybody, this is the Harlan Highway Chicken Chow Mein, baby. Wow, I really did throw my ass out. Yeah, it seemed like it. Yeah, I do it all the time. I think there's a crack in it. Let me check that. That was yeah. a joke too. That was it. No, I knew you'd no, say well, that. No, well, I think I, I knew it I came like, across well, as all serious. That's what friends do. I know, but I was just kidding. Well, I need you to check my crack. I'm just going to take the pass option. Well, there he goes. Thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs>